0: Why don't you go down to the mail, Travel Agency and get you a ticket the way your brain has been vacationing. Are we ready? You're listening to how Hollywood you guys on doing motorcycle out there. Madhouse. Welcome to the Motorcycle iTunes, Madhouse. Music platforms. Got a lot of good stuff happening today on Motorcycle Madhouse. We are going to be talking about not only the Hells Angels but some interesting stuff. That was found by, I believe, undercover by Yahoo News, and that has to do with a terrorism watch list. I think they're using the gang database reports. Also, we have some information on what's going on in Virginia. Yeah, they're trying to sneak through that assault weapons ban. We'll be talking about that as well as that. Ugly, ugly, new 2020 fat boy, and everybody knows I have a 2001. I love fat boys, but not this one. Don't like this one at all. It stinks. Don't forget to subscribe to all our uh platforms. We appreciate all the support. Hooliganbiker.com. I got a new editorial over there. Go check it out. It is Riding Clubs versus Motorcycle Clubs. But let's get into this interesting stuff right now. It is an alert to all you freedom-loving people. Everybody on the left, you can go uh, communism or whatever you guys want to take. But anyway, here's an exclusive on Yahoo News. An FBI document reveals local and state police are collecting intelligence to expand the terrorism watch list. You know what, I knew the minute that Patriot Act was passed back after 9-11, this would be a problem. They've been using that stuff, oh my God, against everybody, including bikers. Despite a federal judge's ruling last September that the U.S. government's tear watch list violates constitutional rights, you know... I'm going to stop there. I don't mind terrorists. I'm targeting them, but not. I remember there was a video, I think it was last year's Daytona Bike Week, that the sheriff was sitting right there, lieutenant, whatever the hell he was, with two agents, and actually came out and said that motorcycle clubs were domestic terrorists. Yeah, that's how far they're taking it. An FBI report obtained by Yahoo News shows local and state law enforcement agencies are being used to gather intelligence on individuals to collect information about those already in the database. Law enforcement, quote, encounters a watch list individuals almost certainly yield increased opportunities for intelligent collection, says the FBI document. What does local and state enforcement do? They collect on the gang database. This is something that is going on in Texas that is huge. It's always been around Illinois and other states, but it's really being hit hard in Texas. They're putting a lot of club members on this list, and now the FBI can access it. And next thing you know, you might end up on a terror watch list and you're just here a motorcycle club member. The FBI says such encounters could include traffic stops or domestic disputes, which gives law enforcement, quote, the opportunity to acquire additional biographic identifiers, fraudulent identification documents, financial information and associates of watch listed individuals, which might assist in thwarting terrorist attacks anybody buying that right now because I ain't buying it not buying it at all I think in this age of technology it's actually made it worse for everybody and their privacy we see that just right now with all the identity theft that's going on how in Chicago they were using them red light cameras and they were using those cameras around the neighborhood facial recognition uh, technology uh, Illinois with Facebook right now they actually sued uh, Facebook over that, and I guess every resident's supposed to get like $250 dollars, which, where's my check? Been waiting, but it's Illinois to probably go into some politicians' uh, pockets. But it's just, you know what, and I just, I'm afraid of what the future holds for technology if it's this bad with the recognitions. You can't even walk on the sidewalk without them knowing who you are. God forbid you take a piss on the sidewalk. Anyway, the terrorism screening database, widely known as the watch list, was created in 2003 and consists of names of people suspected of being involved with terrorism. Over the years, the list has grown to include the names of 1.1 million people, raising concerns that many of those on the list have no involvement in terrorism but have little or legal resources which to challenge the designation. That's some scary stuff, man. 1.1 million people are on this list, and now that they, they can pull from traffic stops? Hey, Popeye, man, I'd uh, check into this story, man. Uh, you know, that really goes into what you guys have been talking about on uh, Texas By Her Radio about the, the gang database list. You imagine that being pulled over and given a ticket, and the next thing you know, you end up on this list? You can't fly, you can't do this, can't do that, and you have to go fight to get your name off the list, but you don't got the damn money to get off the list. Unreasonable. Man, that's a Fourth Amendment right there. People can be put on the watch list for reasonable suspicion. Well, who's reasonable suspicion? There's a loosely defined category, I think, that allows anyone related to a suspected terrorist or considered somehow to be an associate to end up on the list yeah there you go supporters I'd be watching yourselves you can end up on this list even if the government has no evidence no evidence of the individuals involvement in terrorist activity according to a copy of the guidelines published in 2014 by the intercept last year a federal judge found in favor of 23 muslim americans who argued that their inclusion in the terrorist screening database violated their constitutional rights to due process huh. this is some scary stuff i'm really not going to go too deep into it but you can find it on yahoo news and this is a uh february seventh, 2020 This was actually forwarded by a subscriber, so check it out. And, you know, it kind of goes through, you know, that database. And now let's go to the Virginia takes first step on gun ban. All this stuff is starting to come together. And this comes out of the Washington Examiner, Paul Bedard, February 7th again. Uh, Despite a continued explosion of gun sanctuaries, in nearly every corner of Virginia, the new Democratic-controlled legislator on Friday took the first step to ban sporting rifles, large-capacity magazines, and suppressors. Now, how does that fit in with what we just talked about? Government control. The first thing that most of these dictators and socialist leaders do Is go for your guns that way you can't fight back against the government and this is specifically the reason why that the Second Amendment was put in the Constitution because our founders knew that if we needed to fight back we needed the guns against a tyrannical government you know after all we just got done fighting England go England we're friends now boys we're like counterparts no anyway <laughs> but you know that story just right into the first story that we did this is some scary stuff the way this freaking government's getting and did you ever think that you would see America and I talk about this on uh season uh three episode 12 which is out today uh the full-length episodes of Motorcycle Madhouse are out. They're out on MotorcycleMadhouse.com, Spotify, iTunes, all that big stuff. Uh, and we're sp- exclusively putting them over there because on the other platforms, they're just too raw, and they get taken down right away. So that's our platform. Go uh, over there and check it out. But you'll hear about uh how the hell did we got a Democratic Socialist running for frickin' president? Anyway, uh, in a 12-9 vote, the House Public Safety Committee voted to ban assault weapons such as the popular AR-15, AK-47. You know what? i actually been looking at an AK. Uh, I'm really looking into getting this thing. Anyway, magazines that hold more than 12 rounds and sound suppressors effective July 1st. The bill is expected to win passage in the full House of Delicate, but faces some difficulty in the Senate where a handful of Democrats are unsupportive. A similar bill in the Senate was previously withdrawn. Well, you know, you thought Joe Manchin, or aka now as he's being called, Joe Munchkin, was going to support the right thing to do in West Virginia, and he was a D. He was the last hope I had for the Democrats. But uh, he uh, and you know he went with their New York and uh, Los Angeles third party, and I really think it's dangerous right now. Yeah, you might have a handful of Democrats that are unsupportive, but you know, twist the arms, threaten the primary and boom, do they line up real good? Gun advocates flooded the committee hearing room and were cleared out after the vote. When there were some angry reactions, the legislation was amended so that those who own the banned weapons would not have to give them up or register them. That's some scary stuff right there, isn't it? Give them up or register them. Uh, You know what? For those that are in Australia, leave in the comment section uh, below in the show notes and all that good stuff. What happened in Australia, how you had to give up your guns, how bad it is over there where you can't own guns, and one of the things that I'm real surprised about with Australia, you guys got a lot of open space out there, man, a lot of, uh, how can I say, woods, whatever you consider it out there, badlands, but you can't have a gun, you got crocodiles, you got all that kind of snakes, you can't shoot somebody, what are you supposed to get a stick and... <laughs> anyway, let me know in the comments section below what you think and what you would say to your American counterparts about this gunfight. The legislation was amended so that those who owned the banned guns would not have to give them up. That is some scary stuff right there. But they're going to put the ban on the big magazines and the suppressors. Uh, Phil Van Cleve, who runs the influential uh, Virginia Citizens Defense League, the group that recently sponsored a peaceful gun rally in Richmond that drew 22,000 people, this bill would affect our right to defend ourselves, and they're already lining up for a freaking uh, lawsuit against them, and then a spokesman for NRA, which, if you're not a a member of NRA, I'm a proud member of the NRA. How many NRA members do we got out there? Let me know. Uh, they go on to say this gun ban will make millions of law-abiding Virginians, felons overnight while doing nothing to decrease crime. You got that right. And it was Mike Bloomberg that puts that you know was trying to buy the Democratic nomination. That tells you all about that party. Uh, Who put all his money in the ads and got all these freaks elected because people were sleeping. But uh, get out there and get involved in this and uh, make your voices heard. Anyway, we're going to be talking about the uh, Hells Angels moving to Michigan after this story. Harley Davidson's new motorcycle is a badass salute to its heritage. Boy, do I disagree. That thing is uglier than sin, and haven't we got enough of black and chrome like this, man? Can't you guys come up with a better freaking paint style? Come on. Harley Davidson uh, motorcycle company of 2020 has come a long way from where it stood a couple of decades ago. This is a company that sells one of the best electric motorcycles on market, really? Oh my god, this according to the gearpatrol.com, this ain't coming from me, man. One of the best electric motorcycles, 30 freaking grand, only goes a hundred and something freaking miles on a charge? Are you shitting me? Yeah, you guys, you must got something from Harley Davidson to say that, man. I'll take a zero any day over a live wire. For God's sakes. But the Milwaukee-based bike maker hasn't forgotten where it came from. Bikes like the Fat Boy, after all, have been the brand's bread and butter for ages. Looking at that damn thing it ain't gonna be. And then he goes on to say that it was an honor of the, being able to ride three-decade mark, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the 30th anniversary is based on 114 cube, which is cool, version of the fat boy, and comes decorated. <laughs> decorated, yeah, you can tell who's writing this kind of story. With a vi- uh, wide variety of cosmetic tweets, a tribute uh, to the past, and some uh, general bad-assitude. Really? Is that even a word? The Milwaukee 8 uh, 114 uh, engine has been blacked out. That's what I mean, man. Enough of that crap. As have the side uh, pipes and other chrome uh, acriments. Yeah, you know what? If you're on MotorcycleMadHouse.com or Spotify and all that, come over here check this out on the the YouTube channel and you'll see what I'm talking about. My God, that is freaking ugly. That rear wheel... Ugliest sin. Uh, you know what? I'm glad I'm done buying Harley's. Fat, but bo- my 201 was freaking my last one, and yeah, I might get an Indian. Who knows? Anyway, this coming from the Gangster Report. Uh, I kind of like this site, man, because it not only talks about uh club stuff, but it talks a lot about uh you know insider stuff. The smell, the mob outfit, as we call them here, uh, Chicago mob asset in Hollywood. Splittorial brothers, man, was that big. Uh, that has everything on this site. Uh, but anyway, Scott Bernstein, riding with the Devil Hells Angels, set up shop uh, in Michigan for the first time. And I talked about this on the episode over on our podcast about them moving into Michigan. And I also went in there and talked about, everybody asks why there's so much violence in club scene. And I hate to say it, I'm going to point to this story. You got clubs that are moving to other clubs' territories that have been around for decades and decades. And you wonder why people get pissed off. February 8th, 2020, Great Lakes dreaming became a reality when or for Sonny Barger and the boys last month. The Hells Angels, the world's most infamous motorcycle club, have opened their first chapter in Michigan, establishing the Hells Angel Michigan Nomads. That really don't seem like a chapter to me. There's no city home base or any of that near Mount Pleasant in the center of the state. Based on the West Coast, the iconic Hells Angels began expanding into the Midwest in the late 60s. And on uh, the podcast, I actually talk about uh, there was an agreement in the sixties where all the one percenter clubs were together, and they were talking about you stay in this region, we'll stay in this. you don't come east of the Mississippi River, and there wouldn't be any problems. Well, guess who was the first to move Anyway, uh let's see here. But until now, never had planted the flag in Michigan due to it uh, being uh, prime territory for the rival outlaws, the nation's preeminent Rust Belt biker crew. A message announcing the new Hells Angel chapter on its website yeah they're gonna probably not gonna be walking around much with those colors over there Uh, Michigan especially Detroit is nowhere you want to play with (laughs) anyway you'll see the rest of my uh, commentary on uh, this hell's angel move in uh, you know I try to give the news straight down the middle But when there is stories that come up, uh, you know, that's just the way it is. At least I put the disclaimers out there that, hey, I might not be so straight down the middle on some things. But I just think sometimes it's ridiculous. You know, clubs know there's certain areas that, you know. Other clubs have been in for decades. Next thing you know, you got everybody wondering why there's all the violence and stuff. It's like you wouldn't let somebody come into your house uh, unannounced or say, hey, get out of your house. No, you wouldn't do that stuff. You'd take care of business. But anyway, you can hear the rest of my, uh, again, ideals over on Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff. Again, Season 3, Episode 12 is out, and we're going to be uh, actually doing... Once a week, the episodes on a Sunday, the full-length ones, but the other ones you would to find, uh, the Motorcycle Madhouse shorts, as well as the Biker News over there. Don't forget to go over to HooliganBiker.com, man. I just let loose on them freaking things. But uh, anyway... Thanks for joining us today, and watch out, man. Get involved with some of this stuff going on right now. That that watch list thing is pretty scary stuff, pretty scary stuff. And as well, if you're not an NRA member, what the hell is wrong with you? Get your membership in the NRA, man. If you got any questions about getting one, give me a freaking... Uh, Call on the studio phone or uh, through email. I'll get you set up. Uh, Anyway, so that is the news for today. Appreciate you guys jumping aboard with us as always and being your number one biker news source on the Internet, man. Till then, I'm James Hollywood Machikari. I'll talk to you guys later.